Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is April 12th, 2023. We are here for your AEW Dynamite post-show review. But if you're new here, we're here every night, every weeknight at least. Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, Dynamite, NXT, Impact, ROH. We cover all those here on the main channel. That's in addition to uh, now two to three interviews a week and uh, several new shows a week as well. Show us some love. Leave that thumbs up. Leave us a nice review over on Apple or wherever you can leave reviews. Even if you watch the video version, that stuff helps us out an awful lot. But there are a few things that helps us out even more than that. Super Chats, Humper Chats, YouTube.com slash Fightful. Also, Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com. That's our Streamlabs platform. Allows us to keep a little bit more of it and lets you get your question or statement before we even go on the air for like like... Maybe there's something you hear us talking about today and you say, to hell with Sean and Alex. I want to hear Will Washington talk about it on Day After Dynamite. You can just leave a little note, leave it on HumperChats.com, and there you go. We've also got FightfulSelect.com, which is the most accurate, uh, most robust, exclusive wrestling news service there is. I'm going to brag about that later, but it's just $5, and trust me, you will not regret it. I would love it if we could hit 10 k over there. Tonight, maybe like 72 away. Never thought we would get back there, but we've got some contract news coming tomorrow. And uh, we had some other big news today. We got Alex Palowski here. He hosts shows uh, 10 times a month, usually on FightfulSelect.com. Alex, how you yes, doing? Indeed. Uh, still uh, getting over some horrible respiratory issue that just seems to not want to go away. I joked that I was allergic to Indiana, which may well very well be the case, but it did not go away when I came back to Illinois. So I'm just trying to well, get through it. 
I've been battling a little bit of it as well, and I was also in Indiana this past weekend, so... That might be it. That might be it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what was it today, Alex. Over on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the wrestling business, we reported that CM Punk has communicated to AEW numerous times that he is open to returning in a variety of manners. The full article is at FightfulSelect.com. He has said that he would work with the elite. He said that he would work separately and he said he would go elsewhere. Now I, I should specify when, when he, when I hear that he says he'd go elsewhere, I don't know if he means like the Indies, WWE, new Japan, or like ROH. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. He means by that, but CM Punk wants to come back. We <laughs> saw him respond a little bit to our report with this Instagram story mm-hmm. of <laughs> which is objectively funny. Very funny. Uh, there there is no debate there on that no, one, but how'd funny. you feel when you heard that story? Um well, I'm I'm happy that he wants that he wants to come back. You know, I I don't feel like it should be a unilateral decision. There are a lot of people that that he uh, offended, pissed off on his on his way out. Um, and it was incredible. Like, regardless of what he like said and the brawl or whatever, doing all that with your boss sitting right next to you in front of the press, knowing how horribly what a horrible position you put the guy who runs the company and signs your checks. Like, if Tony Khan were to say, "Yeah, you know what, I'm good." Like, I, if I couldn't say that was a terrible position, but would it make a ton of money? Yeah, it would make a ton of money. Could they could they easily pu- push tens of thousands of extra tickets into Wembley? Yeah, they probably could. So, like, there, there's a lot of ways to look at it. Um, but I am excited for the possibility of some really interesting storytelling coming out of it. We're going to have more on that as we can on FightfulSelect.com, but... Uh... Plenty more, plenty more coming to FightfulSelect.com this week. I'll say that as well. But uh, leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. That helps us so much. <clears throat> Share it on social media. That helps us as well. But we have a few super chats. Anonymous says, double or nothing, forbidden door, all in and all out. These next few months of AEW are going to hump. That's true. I think they have a very special opportunity for August, September to make that the biggest non WWE wrestling week mm-hmm. in since when since 98, maybe. Yeah. Probably looking something. No, I, I don't think you're overlooking anything. No, I'm overlooking anything there. We got fantastic. Mr. Cox. It says uncle Phil jokes aside. Uh, AEW could do better hyping the return of someone not seen in TV a long time. Keith Lee has been gone for months. There was no reference to that absence tonight. There are other examples across the roster too. Well, I mean, he has, he's kind of been back. I don't think it's been months. He just, upon his return, there was some pretty, like, it just wasn't put over a lot. He's been on rampage and dark. Like he, How long? he came back, he came back over a month ago. Right. Well, how long ago was the tag match with him and Dustin versus Swerve and Parker? That was last because month. last month. So it 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 felt it feels like it was a longer it was six it weeks to, to two months. So the time between that 
and then never actually pulling the trigger on doing a swerve and, and Keith Lee. I know we were both kind of like, why aren't we getting that at revolution? Um, so, uh, and that all that intervening time has kind of felt like they brought him back to do that tag match with Dustin and then just shelved him until he came back and was like, Chris Jericho, a man I have never interacted with here. I believe you've disrespected Adam Cole, a man who I once famously pounced into the third row, but I respect him so much. And therefore we will have a match. Uh, it, it did feel a little disjointed, but it does sure. look like we're actually really moving forward with a Keith Lee storyline coming out of this, which is good. We'll be talking about that uh, shortly. Jan Beard says, "How how's Alex Rhodes Moxlowski feeling tonight?" Um, I I got color last night. My 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 Ooh. face imploded. I got a spontaneous, ridiculously uh, a forceful nosebleed in the middle of the show last night. So, yeah, I'm all, it's all good now. Well, it's all good now. We kicked off the show with Swerve and Darby. Darby got an insane amount of screen time tonight. We're talking mm. like the yeah. first 35 minutes of this show. Oh yeah. Were either commercials or Darby was involved. We first started off with this fantastic match between Darby and, and Swerve. There were some things that I didn't like, but first off, I want to talk about some things I did like. I like that FightfulSelect.com accurately reported that Brian Cage's deal uh, mm. was signed. And I saw a lot of people say, well, it was obvious after last week. It wasn't signed till this week. They they hammered out the details last week. This creative has been around for a little while, but um, I can tell you he worked with an agent, and that definitely upped his money. But which is also smart. Most wrestlers should be working with agents, and the only people that will tell you that you shouldn't are the people who have to deal with the agents and pay more money as a result of the agents. But this creative, I understand, was presented several weeks ago, and that's something that Brian Cage looked at and was like, "Oh." Well, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's good. And it makes me happy because we don't have to see Parker and Trench anymore, which oh, everybody good. knew was a bad idea, Alex. We yeah. all knew it. How did yeah. we know? Well, this Trench fella, all due respect to him, we had no idea what he could do because he yeah. hadn't done anything. Right. Hadn't done anything. Maybe one no. day he'll sprout. I don't know. We knew what Parker could and couldn't do because mm -hmm. we had seen him not do those things prior. And then when the action started, it became very abundantly clear he was not him. Brian Cage is an infinitely better choice. Oh, here. it's a huge upgrade. And when you actually have the idea that the entire embassy under the uh, umbrage of, of, um, of tutelage of Prince Nana is also part of the uh, this thing and and swerve and his like road to milwaukee thing talking about there's a bunch of more people i'm going to bring into this this is not the this is not the the end of um of the mogul affiliates uh yeah you got um toaliona and uh uh Kown as well like like that's a, that's a great little stable of guys that um that that will look great being chucked in the direction of keith lee that will be fun. Uh, sorry if there was some sort of sound change, guys. I didn't. I don't know really how to handle that. But um, there, there were some things I didn't like about this match as well. I thought it was overbooked. <clears throat> I thought that it kind of undermined the new merger of Swerve and Brian Cage very early on. That Darby thwarted all this stuff. 
I think that at least early on, it should be established that this is a threat. This is something to be reckoned with. Everything besides that I looked at and I loved because mm -hmm. Swerve is such an unbelievable performer. And yeah. we saw him at the start of the show, the middle of the show and the end of the show tonight, which is what I think you need from a guy like Swerve. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the mogul embassy. I love that he, I don't know if it was intentional, but you know, there was a big merger in wrestling last mm -hmm. week. And then he's like, I got a merger of my own. And that's what we did there. I thought that was really, really great. The in-ring action was incredible. A common theme that I like, good pins can beat good wrestlers. Mm -hmm. That's what go. I love. And I've always yeah. loved that about Darby, too, in The Last Supper. Just uh, incredible. And Swerve strikes every time he hits that one kick, that mm -hmm. one specific kick. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. It's it's one of the best I've seen in wrestling. Yeah, it, it truly is. Um, uh, yeah, this was this was excellent. The the poison Rana from the apron to the floor, um, that that was insane. Uh, not quite as insane as as putting a man's foot in your mouth. Um, with the, the, he just pulled out of a wrestling boot. Um, that that's probably not something I would do. Of all the crazy things that Darby Allen has done in the ring. Maybe like biting a man's besocked foot, uh, not not fresh out of the shower, but fresh out of a wrestling boot, uh, might might rank up there. Um, I I thought this was all great. The Last Supper is a great uh, pin. Um, there was the there was a bit too much similarity with the end of this match and the end of the OC and Buddy Murphy match. I agree. I think that that uh, it, it it just felt. It just felt a little too similar, which is too bad because both matches were fantastic. I just wish that the agents had conferred and been like, okay, you're doing that. Well, we'll then alter our finish. I mean, that little things like that actually, to me, add a lot. But I love this match. Uh, and I think Swerve the, the is... Poison Rana off the apron to the outside. Yeah. Ooh, Boy, amazing. that was amazing. incredible. Just incredible. Now, later on, we saw swerve backstage and he was like uh, you know what your success is my success because i made you i made right. you who you were and uh he's like so i'm gonna take that as a win and we're gonna reignite some other feuds eloquence says the poison rana off the apron ouch that's Un unreal and jane beard says feet in the mouth is usually only seen on only fans true True. Also true. That was that was pretty disgusting. <laughs> I was like, oh no! It reminded me of the Bret Hart Jerry Lawler the the kiss my foot match yes. where Lawler didn't bathe and rubbed his foot yes. in cow manure and all this mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Uh, we got uh, Wombat in combat saying, "Love tonight's dynamite. Much love to Fightful. You guys are awesome." Well, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, I'm interested to see how the Swerve thing goes, but. If he's going to have muscle, I'd rather him have muscle that can go in the ring. You know he can go yes. in the ring. Yes. Yes. Well, after this match, MJF came out. And this extended this segment. Again, 35 minutes of this show. First 35 minutes, Darby was on the screen. Mm -hmm. MJF comes out, and he honestly puts over Darby an awful lot. He's like, you're great. We had one of the greatest matches ever. He didn't just say in AEW history, he said ever. And it was. Mm -hmm. Like, if you would have seen that match live, you could have had even more of an appreciation for it. 
But uh, I know MJF has long been very proud of that match. By the way, we unfortunately do have an MJF interview coming up on Fightful mm. probably mm. next week. But um, he's very, very proud of that match and what they did, considering that, you know, that, that was at one of the times where a, a lot of people thought that, or, or a lot of people would forget how good he was. They would often just you know, kind of dismiss it and, so many other people that night were talking about Hangman Page and Omega and CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, as they should have, both incredible mm-hmm. matches. But that show helped that, or that match helped that show become what it was. The Darby promo, I felt like it did go on a little long, but we don't hear this much from Darby. And Darby mm-hmm. outlined his motivations, and his motivations were getting to AEW and then when he got to AEW he wasn't fulfilled so he got into therapy he started to talk to uh talk to people about what did fulfill him and he decided dad's going to retire going to buy my family a house going to take care of them i can personally relate to that as, as as a motivating factor so i identified with this an awful lot and i was like hell yeah i'm starting to see inside darby instead of like to skate paint my face go real hard which he does and he's great and he's fascinating mjf uh, before we get to the ending of this promo uh, mjf is is that guy who can't quite understand why people aren't motivated by the things that he's motivated by exactly exactly yeah no my those motivated there was one little inconsistency and i honestly i i don't i I don't believe there are inconsistencies anymore. I believe that MJF has accounted for these things. And this is a man um, who shows vulnerabilities, select vulnerabilities when he wants to show them because they're part of the plan. Um, but when he was feuding with Danielson, he was saying um, that I want what you have. And because you don't prize what you have, a family that loves you um, and that you would risk it all to never be able to hold your kids again, then I don't respect you kind of a thing. That's what pissed him off about Danielson. And then to say, in the very next feud, to say to Darby, you care about your family? Like, I, I can't, couldn't be me, bud. I don't care about that. So, like, there's an inconsistency there, but I believe it is an, an intentional one. You know what I mean? There's there's a, there's a, there's points there of, of, of how he's doing it. But um, I... Uh, I thought this was actually a really great little back and forth. Uh, I will say that a lot of the stuff that that made Darby feel so real in this promo, then eventually in this segment was wiped away when he was like, you know, Max, this fake plastic world, I can't relate to it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Okay, hot topic. Whatever you can move, you can move back to like behind South Park Elementary with all the other goth kids because that just felt felt a little too on the nose sure. with the character. Then MJF talked about his dad Sting. He's like impressive. You got that win without him. Mm-hmm. Then Sting shows up, and uh, man, again, I will never take for granted seeing Sting perform. I'm so glad that I did. <laughs> But he comes out and he's like, I'm not his dad. I'm a cheerleader. And he starts throwing pom-poms at MJF's head, which I popped for. I was like, why is he doing this? But I did find it entertaining. He's looking for pom-poms. He's like, I know I got another one around here somewhere. Yeah, I stuffed him in my jacket. He stuffed him in his jacket. Parker Hines says, a decent show tonight. It's Stan! 
Vicky said, thank you, Sean and crew. Uh, Sting's promo rocked. The man is the icon. Potential final match opponents. Will it be all in? Uh, I don't think it'll be all in. I don't. I think that they'll probably get as much time as they can out of him, ideally. But I wouldn't doubt it to be that weak in some capacity. Uh, Orion Ben says, pom-pom stings for life. Sting, man of a thousand and five pom-poms. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but Sting even says, showtime's almost over for me, but it's just, just getting started for Darby Allen. Oh, made me sad a little bit. And I mean, there have been multiple times where I thought I saw the last of Sting. To be honest with you, when I was a kid, I thought I saw the last of him when WCW died. I thought, mm -hmm. that's it. Probably never going to see him again. And at that time, it wasn't that out of the realm of possibility to see somebody 42 years old hang it up. Well, then he did the TNA stuff, and I was like, all right, cool. We get, we get to see some more of him. I was very fortunate. But every year, there was that drama of, is Sting retiring? Is he leaving? Or will will Dixie pull it off one more time? Are we going to get the spike money for this one? How's it going to work? Only until that last year, when we knew he was going to WWE, did it feel like, okay, we're going to get some more of him. But then the injury happened, and it's like, oh, shit. We're, yeah. I feel so fortunate by this last run. Um, I feel pretty passionate about a couple things. Sting should have a big final match, and I do feel like before he retires, someone should go over on him because nobody has, mm -hmm. but someone should. And also, I think Brian Cage needs to hit him with a buckle bomb oh. really badly to get that heat. Mm -hmm. To set up the eventual match that we're gonna see Brian Cage and Darby or Brian Cage and Swerve against Darby Allen and Sting. Cage hits that buckle bomb, Sting mm -hmm. goes down, they sell it, and mm -hmm. that's what starts the match. But um Sting basically saying out loud on air what he told Seahawk recently. Uh, he's wrapping it up soon, Alex. Well, he wasn't gonna go forever. And I don't think Says he's who? Do... I mean, for forever is is a long stenosis. He wasn't gonna go. Um, he wasn't gonna do a flare. He wasn't gonna go God. out there and 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 do one of those things like my last match, where I where I am bloody on the outside of the ring for most of it. Um, uh, I I was watching this and the re and like I don't know that I love it or hate it, but. It did feel pointed to me that he basically announced, I don't have much left in the tank. I got something left. I'm not done now, but Showtime is going to wind up eventually. Yeah. The fact that he announced it in the ring, giving a promo to MJF, seemed pointed to me. Seems like, I mean... Not that he needs any extra, but how much heat would MJF get by like taking out Sting for good? I mean, whoever it is that does it, like you should, uh, you could do a thing where like his last match is versus Darby. It's a, it's a one thing, and Darby gets one over on him with the Last Supper, raises his hand in the ring, he bows, wipes off the, the paint, 
and says goodbye, leaves his boots in the ring. Or you could do an angle to get crazy heat. I don't know if I love it being MJF. It just felt sure. very specific that he would say it to MJF. Um, and I don't know that it'll be a thing where like that's MJF gets the last match, but it maybe MJF writes him off for a couple of months in the build up to this match with with Darby. That's the one thing to get over Darby. If he's got a secret weapon against all three of his opponents and the one against Darby is, I just laid out your, your grandpa sting. Like maybe that's it. I don't know. Jane Beard says Darby had the best promo in this segment in a segment that had three fairly good talkers and uh, two great talkers. Yep. Jane Beard says sting and Darby are undefeated in tag action. Make his last match a career versus tag titles match. Only time he loses in AEW is when he retires. There are so many good, possibly satisfying options, and that's mm-hmm. another one, Alex. Yeah. There, there are a lot of satisfactory endings. Because if they don't get a title match, well, I think that's a little bit weird because they mm-hmm. are undefeated in tag action. Yeah. Trey Cash sent a very generous Humper chat. Thank you so much, Trey. You're always so awesome to us. Says, just leaving Dynamite here in Milwaukee, MJF was great. Told the crowd before the show the only famous from person from here was Dahmer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. God damn. Well, yeah. It's not wrong. Jesus Christ. This is why you never see an MJF interview with me go unedited. There's always something that a PR person is like, you're gonna have to cut that. My God it says we're all known for beer and cheese, which made the crowd chant that all night. Is my first AEW event, and it was great. I, yeah, that was good to hear the crowd. The crowd was hit or miss sometimes, but I mean, getting MJF to come out and get heat 
before the show is really, really brilliant. Trey, I'm glad you had a good time. I love, I do love that Dahmer line, though. That's a good one. Jambeard says, we need a Dom Mysterio interview done by Alex. Oh, wow. Uh, Antonio Morales says, I'm thinking about subscribing to Fightful. Do I go through Patreon or can I just join the YouTube channel? Uh, if you want the exclusive news and those podcasts, it's through Patreon. The YouTube channel uh, gives you the ability to leave some extra comments. And uh, sometimes we post some like outtake footage and some unlisted stuff on there as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, mainly we push FightfulSelect.com. That's, that's the best way to do it, which is a Patreon platform. MJ Johnson says, this is my third birthday in a row with Alex Podcasts, SGA for life. Keep up the good work. Much love for Virginia or from Virginia. Happy birthday. Thank you for spending it with us. Yeah, thank Throwback you. says, I catch AEW on the fly at times. Watching you guys helps. Thank you both for being amazing. Making my night better after a few rough days. Throwback, I hope you and the little one are doing well. Uh, mm-hmm. Miss you, buddy. Hope, you, hope you're doing great. It's great to hear from you. Our house Hobbs heard from Silas Young. Barely, barely. I was excited. I like Silas Young. I love interviewing him in character. Um, it's in Milwaukee. They book mm. him whenever they're in Milwaukee. It was a short night of work for Silas Young. He got that ass whipped, and you kind of knew it was coming. This isn't about the match. Powerhouse Hobbs won. We knew it. He got a win over a former ROH TV champion. That's good. Uh-huh. Wardlow's outside going full Goldberg. Well, not full Goldberg because he didn't ignorantly forearm the glass which is all i was saying like please don't do it please don't do it wardlow destroys powerhouse hobbs car do you think powerhouse hobbs has full coverage insurance i would hope so i would hope so that's gonna be a very unique vehicle you know what qt marshall probably pushed him on that car shield stuff yeah it's true he's like you gotta get car shield peter avalon has it yeah I will say uh, I don't think Wardlow actually went full Goldberg. He went full Mike Hagar from Final Fight, yeah. where you can beat up the car with a lead pipe. That was that's Vince McMahon stuff. went full Mike Hagar as well. Yeah, with his yeah that's true. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I thought this was this was fun. Uh, there's a lot of like, hey, I didn't realize Wardlow is certified on that forklift. He ain't. He didn't put the thing in park. He just walked away, and it was just kept moving. I was like, oh no, that's not good. Uh, but I'm all. Those I'm aren't all easy for, to operate. <laughs> I'm I'm all for um, uh, some big meaty men slapping meat again. I think we should. Some, let's finish out the thing the right way. Unfortunately, the problem I have with it is I know they won't finish it out the right way, and they'll. I just want Hobbs. If you're gonna beat Wardlow, just beat him. Like I want to see these two guys have a straight up one on one match where there's no trifling ass qt marshall interference and i feel like i'm gonna get that and that next week yeah you know i i I, i'd rather just have them fight each other if you're gonna put uh hobbs over wardlow fine that's fine with me just do it in in a way where he actually just beats him can i interest you in an alternative to big meaty men slapping meat what's that athleticgreens.com slash fightful You, you listen the big meaty meat is important but you got to get your greens as well. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful brings you AG1. One scoop and eight ounces of water a day gives you everything you need. And right now you get a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. It's got everything you need. A multivitamin, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, and more that work together to deliver your strongest foundation for a better health. It promotes your gut health. 
So it's got those prebiotics, probiotics, plant-based enzymes that help you digest the food that you're eating. It supports your immunity. Alex could have used that before this weekend. It gives you your daily dose of vitamin Z or vitamin C and zinc. Both of them. That way you can work on your preventative health. Uh, also your energy. It's got magnesium and B vitamins that give you that sustained energy throughout the day. And if you're working out or if you're just having a rough day, it helps with recovery with those superfoods, adaptogens, antioxidants, trusted by the world's best endurance athletes. I don't know if you guys are a fan of the show, Dave or Lil Dicky. He doesn't eat fruits and vegetables. He eats, well, other stuff. But listen, he doesn't really have to if he's got AG1. It's got all those greens, all those superfoods, 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients in one convenient daily serving. One scoop, eight ounces of water, shake it up, you drink it, you're good to go. You're going to feel great. Drinking your multivitamin is absolutely the way to go. You want this over a tablet. It is well worth the investment. Love this stuff. Use it every day. And, you know, since... Since Alex, I, I'm popping back up in the ring. I, I got to make sure I take it, you know. Uh, got to make sure I get those greens. Oh, got to do it. That is how I was able to do an impaler that caused Gangrel to walk up to me and go, that was a good impaler. As opposed to, don't ever fucking do that again, which don't, is what I was expecting to hear. Yeah. Which yeah. is what I was expecting to hear. That's know? right. Tom Lavalley says Wardlow forgetting the breaks made it better. It did make it better. It added some chaos to the situation, which I thought was very, very funny. Yeah. Jambeard says, so now we wait for the Wardlow car smasher and broken car toy set. They should absolutely do a broken. They should absolutely do that. Absolutely. Zach Schimmel, you're right. Uh, Shaza is going to get squashed from SRS. So far, mm -hmm. right now, I'm feeling all right about the Shaza thing. I'll save mm -hmm. that for some other shows, but. Shaz is my friend, but I just wanted mm -hmm. to prove a point. Wanted to prove that this keyboard go. warrior could slide back in there and beat her up. Mm -hmm. Eloquent says, why is Taya never on Dynamite? I wish I had a good answer for that. Uh, she should be. I don't think she's she's booked anywhere else on Wednesday nights, Alex. No. I mean, well, she's booked in Milwaukee on Wednesday night tonight. They're just filming it for Friday. So, like, you yes. know, it's just the way they do it. Eloquence says, hope El Phantasmo comes in for Bullet Club Gold. I, I've seen a lot of people saying this. So, Jay White, Juice Robinson, they answered the question, are they still in Bullet Club? They are. Not only are they in Bullet Club, they are in Bullet Club Gold, they announced this. The ultimate rib has to be Jeff Jarrett having some loose affiliation with this out of Global Force Gold. It has to be. But um, this is, I think, the first offshoot of Bullet Club, besides Bullet Club USA, Mm -hmm. which is still, you know, they still go over to Japan. We got Bullet Club Gold. Didn't mm -hmm. expect to see it. I mean, we've also got Australia as well that, that appear on the Tamashii show. But what do you think about Bullet Club Gold, Alex? Um, the name's fine. I like the name. Uh, I just love Jay White and Juice Robinson together. I like. Oh, hell yeah. R Ricky and Action Andretti is going to be something. Probably going to do that first. Um I, I don't want to hurt the momentum of Ricky overall. Mm -hmm. um, but I also uh, want to push Juice Robinson and uh, uh, Jay White to the moon. Like, like, I mean, it's to me, it's certainly not out of the realm of possibility that we get Jay White and Juice Robinson versus FTR at double or nothing. Like, I hope like, like, Oh my, like that's a hell of a, a tag team match. Like just, 
as like the fourth or fifth match down the card, probably. So like, yeah, this is that. There would be, there's a lot of really great stuff. But like I said, I think Ricky Starks is one of the future top top guys of the company. So I don't want to like leave him in the dust. But you also feel like Jay White is here, and she's teamed up with Juice Robinson. You got to like make those guys feel really special. I want to see a little bit more added to the the Japan based Bullet Club as well. Uh, I mean, WWE has their own offshoot that isn't on TV right now. The U.S. has theirs with Bullet Club Gold a little bit, but yeah. I would love to see Ace Austin and Chris Bay involved as well because they are. I, I wish AEW would have got them, <clears throat> honestly. Orange Cassidy versus Buddy Matthews. Man, Orange Cassidy is so good at this. We know Buddy Matthews is good at this. He's one of the best in-ring performers there are. I can't wait for the eventual Kenny Omega uh, Buddy Matthews match that they just haven't given us yet, and they owe us for sure. But Orange Cassidy ends up picking up the win here. We got an, another pin sort of like in the first match, and I love that. Like I'm good with the quick pin winning multiple matches. Um you seem to take a little bit more issue with it, though. I just I felt like it was like because I think both matches felt overall kind of similar in in the fact that like you have the the heel the bigger of the two guys, um, the 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 baby face fighting back against being beat up the whole time, and then at the end catch, catching in a perfect by the way pinning combination that people couldn't kick out of. Okay. So I just felt like I wouldn't have even noticed any of the overall similarity if it had not been like the finishes were almost identical. But if you look at each match in a vacuum, they're perfect matches. Like they're like they're, I wouldn't change almost anything about them. Like Buddy like got a chance to really show how valuable he can be. Like he was kicking out of crazy stuff, taking amazing bumps, uh, doing awesome strength work. He's so fast. There was some really great, solid in-ring storytelling with him and OC. This is a this is a really this is Buddy's best match in AEW. I don't think that's a st- stretch of the imagination to it was say incredible. that. Incredible! It was great. Yeah. Um, this is this is so good. I love that he got he got caught by the pin, but as as OC was being taken up the ramp, he's sitting there to the camera <laughs> like I almost had you. I was that close, and um, I. I I, I loved it. I thought it was this was this was excellent, um, and I'm I'm really happy they got a chance to have Buddy really 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 show up. Brent Lockman says Buddy looks like Pat Buck took the super serum, <laughs> <laughs> and Rob Wilkins wanted uh, two belts, Buddy coexisting with Rob and Maggie Friday at three p.m. Uh, Ricardo says I wanted Bud Matt to take that title from OC. Didn't think it was a realistic thing. I didn't think he was going to win that international title. But I'll say this. Uh, I actually love the idea that Orange Cassidy is such a good fighting champion that it leveled up the title, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like yes. Rob Van Dam did that to the point to where that yeah. was main eventing ECW pay-per-views over the world title at some points. It was, yeah. and I, I don't think that's going to happen with Orange Cassidy, but mm-hmm. he's certainly making that his own. And I really love it. Mm-hmm. Zach Schimmel says, hear me out. International title is built. OC has had his run. Title means more. Let's have a new champion. I thought Matthews was the guy. How would you have felt if they went with Matthews as the guy? I would have loved it. I've been, I've, I've been a champion of, of that guy since 2018. Like I, I, the, as soon as he showed up, leveled up Buddy Murphy in a 205 Live, where I was like, 
okay, I, I get that the storyline is he's got to get on the scale. If, if he was 205, then the guys who you were saying were 170 were actually 140. Because the guy, oh. he was just walking around like just a, a side of beef. Uh, but he was so good in that amazing year of 2018 and 205 Live that I've always, always, always had a soft spot in my heart for him. And I'm so happy that he's getting a chance to really show how good he is uh, in AEW because he's so good. He told me uh, it was a 2019, that SummerSlam weekend. He told me he was at 215. And mm-hmm. he was like, he's like, you'd be surprised at what guys that look like me weigh. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time, like I asked EC3 for, it was yes. a segment I did, Wikipedia yes. Factor Fiction. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this says that you're 246 pounds. And he's like, 246? He's like, I've never been above 225 in my entire life. Right. And he said that like when Jeremy Borash would call him 240 something, he'd be like, stop it. If mm-hmm. they if they got a problem with the number on the scale when I look like this, like yeah, that's that's a them problem, not me. Yeah. Then somebody went and changed his Wikipedia page to 252 pounds after we did that interview. So I like it, it's it's wild to think like to see these people and then see what they really really weigh because ultimately they're jacked. What's it matter? Uh, Jam Beard says, "Give me OC Suzuki for the title at Forbidden Door. That would be fun too." Uh, Sawyer says the story of the OC buddy match and ent- told entirely through Julia's face and posture. She's killing it. The match hump members rise. Julia did she's great. So she has been an invaluable addition. I think she's been so great. And I loved that they used the crossover between rampage to battle the belts after she had the match with uh, Anna J sure. as she like stared down orange Cassie and orange Cassie had his match with Julistico. And then they basically had that, that you, I love that you can blend through that that the storytelling there. She's invaluable to the yeah. presentation of that group. Jamie Beard says, "Who would you like to see from the AEW ROH roster who isn't also on the New Japan roster? Join Bullet Club Gold." They say, "I hope it's Scorpio Sky." I think Scorpio Sky would be a phenomenal shout. Like I yeah. think that would be really fitting for him. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've got you. Know, SCU had a little bit of history with Bullet Club in the past, but I look at that and I think, man, that would be fun. Yeah. I, I kind of think Dustin Rhodes would be fun. Uh, it might be fun. I think that would be kind of fun just to have him involved in something like that. Uh, I think it should be some like relatively established names. I think Archer would be a good one as well. Archer would be great. Archer would be uh, great. But you know, Archer's got history with them as well. So I guess we'll see. Also, I want to shout out Caden, who is uh, filling in for Luis tonight uh, in the moderating, doing a great job. Big thank you. We had the Christian Cage Luchasaurus vignette and figure four nurse lock says, I'm cautiously optimistic about badass killer Luchasaurus. Give him six months of just mowing people down with no Fs given. And that gash on Don's head. Damn. Oh, boy. Don got busted open big. This is another week of these vignettes. I'm, I'm still liking him. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want him to go like forever and ever and ever. I also don't want to see him just crushing donks. I want to see him crush some people that sure that matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I think that would be cool. And Tom Lavalley gets it. Dustin Rhodes, gold again. Mm-hmm. There you go, my friend. You understand yeah. it. You 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 get it. You get it. Mm-hmm. Meet Normus says, Hi buddies. As soon as I saw the Hobbs mobile, I knew it was getting smashed. 
WWE mm. won't travel Shotzi's tank. So this uh, hoopty didn't stand a chance. I do need Hobbs away from QT, Kate, and the gang. This match should hump. Listen, I like QTV. I don't care. I enjoy it. I'm sure you do. I like his finish, too. Have you seen his finish? It's cool. That dirt sheet driver? Holy mm-hmm. shit. Ethan Page comes out, says he hasn't tanned. He hasn't like, bathed or done his hair. And he wants to know what's in the contract. He got duped, Alex. Matt Hardy said, oh, we got our own freedom. We get we get the match that we want as well. We got a lot of things back. Well, this leads to a ruckus mm-hmm. where the firm is beating up Hook and Matt Hardy. Uh, and uh, like they're beating up everybody associated with Matt. Every, everybody that Matt Hardy's ever known is getting a, their asses whipped right, right. now. Isaiah Cassidy's out there getting beaten up. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy's back. FightfulSelect.com reported tonight that Jeff Hardy was backstage and he would be back. Best $5 in the business. Uh, got an incredible pop. Looked great physically. That's great to see. Conflicted feelings, obviously. Yeah. Because this isn't like, oh, well, he's getting a second chance. This is like a, a lot of chances. This is a whole lot of chances. Uh-huh. And like, these are the ones that we know about. Like, we don't know like what other issues may have happened, but you know, there was the sting incident. There was the him getting fired in 03. Of course there was right after he left, uh, left the company where uh-huh. there was that situation. There was this past situation. There was what led to his WWE departure. Michael Keyes says, I'm just over Jeff Hardy. Can we stop? Dan says, Jeff Hardy getting back on TV after his 11th DUI before Punk is a bad joke. I, I don't think those are comparable situations. I don't think they're comparable situations. Comparable but. situations at all. And uh, uh, we have Anna Rudd saying, I have several questions about Jeff, and I probably won't get real answers. Just say, hope he stays safe, off the booze, and in the driver's seat. I'm worried. Yeah. Uh, I, at this point, Point, I don't feel comfortable if I ever hear that Jeff is doing anything mm-hmm. like that, even in mm-hmm. his free time. I'm not here to finger wag about addiction no. or anything like that. No, but uh, you know, I'd heard last year, WrestleMania weekend, oh, somebody was drinking with Matt, Jeff. Well, it's not a good idea. No, then I would hear after that, well, there was a situation and like he was. He was in the lobby of the hotel and he had drank. Okay, well, that sucks. And then what happened happened. You're putting lives at risk constantly, repeatedly, putting putting people at risk. It can't happen again. No. Jeff needs to take the precautions. AEW needs to take the precautions. I know a lot of people point at Matt. He ain't his brother's keeper. You no. can't, like, yeah. like, if you're putting this on Matt, you can't no. put it on Matt. He can only do as much as he can. But as a company, AEW yeah. can certainly do an awful lot of, of a lot more. Jeff Hardy has to do a lot more. Work it into his deal. Get him a driver. Make sure he's always got a driver. That's there the is point. no. Somebody was saying, why are they not similar situations? How the fuck are they similar situations? Oh, All no. due respect. No. Je- the CM Punk and Jeff Hardy things are nowhere near the sim- same situations. No. Absolutely not the same situations. Can't even be compared like just just not the same no disrespect michael like you a lot but nowhere 
near the same thing. You can say, I can say, I don't think either one of them should be back. I'm sorry, I'm, it's not me saying it, but you can say, sure. I don't think either one of them back, but I, I, it's not me saying, I don't think that Jeff should be back because I don't think Punk should be back. They're not, they're not, it's not causation. They're, it's not the same thing. So I think that there's a professional uh, standpoint um, between uh, the punk thing. I think that there is a, uh, a very specific uh, health and legal thing for Jeff. Um, if alcoholism is, is a, a horrible thing, addiction, relapses, um, a, a very, very good friend of mine who uh, I watched spiral into alcoholism, uh, got his life back together. He's now married with a kid. Like he's years sober, but it is difficult for him every day of his life to not, you know, every he's got to actually concentrate on it. So the thing of it is, is I just hope this is what Jeff needs. Um, and that um, not what he wants, what he needs, and that we can, that AEW is going to put in place the safeguards for him to do the thing that he needs to do to be healthy mentally and, and while not people... allowing him to slip back into addiction and the, the destructive, not only self-destructive, but destructive to anybody else. It is but for the grace of God situation that any of the times he's gotten behind the wheel while drunk, he didn't kill somebody. Or himself or, time, or, or many or people. Himself or somebody else. You have... There was no, as far as I know, there's no indication that there was alcohol involved. But you have a beloved person in in your organization who, in January, lost his life in a car accident. Like, you you cannot allow this kind of thing to even be possible. So when you say get him a driver, I mean like there is a guy in every city that they go to who meets Jeff at the airport. Jeff gets in that guy's car. That guy drives him to the hotel. That guy picks him up. That guy drives him to the venue. That's it. Like he doesn't have, he doesn't get it. Like you got to figure out ways of safeguarding him against all that kind of stuff because there's just, I, I just, the, the, the possible tragedy is too horrible to even comprehend. So I need this to be a happy ending because if it turns out to be anything less than that, it's going to be really sad for a lot of people who I see on Twitter saying, yay, Jeff Hardy's back. He's my favorite. I grew up loving this guy. I did too. Like Jeff yeah. Hardy was my favorite guy the first year or two when I was watching wrestling. I was like, this guy's amazing. How, how can he do those amazing feats of, of, of daring do where he flings himself off a 20-foot ladder? Well, you know how he does it is because he self-medicates afterwards because he's in horrible pain. And this is what has happened to him over 20 years of doing it. And so I want everyone to come out of this. Okay. Jeff, especially included. And, uh, you know, there will be people that say, well, why is it just on AEW? It's not just on AEW. It's on Jeff too. But if they're going to use him, knowing what we know about Jeff Hardy, then you got to take those safeguards. You have to protect not only Jeff, you have to protect other people and help Jeff as much as he possibly can. Uh, there's somebody that says, where was it? 
Jeff Hardy's driver is RJ City. That's a show you never knew you needed. Listen, I want his life to get better, not worse. Yeah, yeah, I'm not looking like I, I not at all. Callum says, no. I don't know how I feel about Jeff Hardy returning. I hope he finally got past his demons. Me too. Me too. And I'm I'm not what I'm not gonna do is say, Yeah, but we've seen this happen so many times. Because <coughs> I don't I don't want to think like that. I want to think and hope that he gets past it and that nobody gets hurt and that his his family can get better and and again that this has a happy ending instead of a tragic one yeah and he's lost his he's if if he messes up again yeah, i it. don't impact won't hire him wwe won't okay. hire him aw won't hire him because all three companies have yeah. experienced this now uh-huh. jam beard says to me the comparable guy in jeff's situation is how jake the snake used to be Hope Jeff gets clean like Jake did. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's necessary. It's necessary. Knock Bogan says, no love for Jeff. Uh, it reminds me of my brother who drunk drove and crashed the people in his car. Was more mad he got caught than actually drunk driving. Yeah. And that's, that's the un- unfortunate situation that a lot of these people are in. They don't, the fact that they even get behind the wheel oh. is usually reflective of how they feel if something goes wrong or if they yeah. get caught. Because if you were that worried about it, you wouldn't put yourself in that position to begin with. But uh, Tom Lavalley says, for only $5, I knew Jeff Hardy was back the best. Well, thank you so much for that. I greatly appreciate it. Sawyer says, hook marking for Jeff made it worth it for me. You know, he grew up behind the TNA curtain. Great moment, but I'm nervous. I mean, yeah, around the time he was born, Taz was working a few matches with the Hardys Mm -hmm. as well. Brent Lockwin says, if you're familiar for the measures they had in place for Travis Warren with Blind Melon, those are the measures Hardy probably needs. I hope he's okay. I'm not. I mean, but I, I will familiarize myself with them. Thank you for passing that up. Uh, Jow says, uh, I'm missing Angelico. Is he stuck in limbo? He does commentary. I think he does Spanish commentary sometimes. But, uh, like, occasionally he's on Dark and Elevation and ROH. Uh, but he he's been on there a couple times of late. Like he 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 did a thing. Like he teamed with uh, Serpentico and Luther recently, which mm-hmm. I think they were called the Spanish Announce Project. Yeah, they were. They I were, love Angelico. Like like I love Angelico too. He is he's he's doing great stuff when he's doing his his comedy stuff. But that dude is really really special. I, I was shocked WWE didn't come after him after Lucha Underground too. season one, but those those contracts. Yeah. Um, I would love, unironically love, even if it's a brief one, an Angelico run with a pure title in ROH. Because mm-hmm. that dude could do some really great he's famous from our from, from Lucha Underground from you know doing crazy running drop kicks off of stuff. But oh my God, he's great. great at on the mat. He's so good on the mat. Kenny Omega has a promo remotely where he says that, uh, you know, Hangman isn't necessarily somebody that he likes all the time, but he's still family to them, even after all they've been through. Uh-huh. And he's going to do something very bad to uh-huh. BCC whenever he gets the opportunity. Uh-huh. Well, before that, Mox and Claudio had to beat the living shit out of Nakazawa and Cutler. Uh-huh. Nakazawa has three dynamite matches against Moxley. <laughs> like he's been on there four times, three times against Moxley. Who that guy piss off? Um, when I think of Nakazawa, I just always remember 
how much Mike Tyson marked out watching him years ago. Like he loved it. He was clapping and all that. But this is a different Nakazawa. This was the most serious Nakazawa maybe we ever got because his friends were affected. And I thought that the way that he and Cutler, Cutler, who does not get nearly enough credit uh, for, for his work, the the way that they played this stuff, like they knew they, they couldn't be comedy here. They had to be serious yes. because of the weight of the situation. But they still got that ass whipped, Alex. Oh, they sure did. Um, yeah, I, I, I really um, love this. Um, I mean, Cutler fighting back the whole time with Moxley actually selling for him a little bit, but you knew it was only a matter of time before Cutler went down. Nakazawa losing his shoes in the in the middle of the uh, in the middle of being swung, and also I really I really like. I want to talk about the Omega promo. Um, yeah. I thought that was, it was really cool to see like serious Kenny Omega. Like you hurt my brothers. Great. I'm coming for you. Um, and I, I, I thought there was a lot of really uh, excellent layers to it. Um, the, the only problem I had with it was that um, in the background, um, just over his left shoulder was this painting. And I, I kept, I kept just giggling to myself, knowing that this was the painting in the background of that very, 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 yes. very serious promo. Uh, I I thought that was uh, so funny. Um, but um, hey, we saw that it didn't take him too long to to show up and and do what he said he was going to do. It was just announced uh, Chicago, AEW. Uh, June 21st, I was actually told before this show that uh, that's going to be a big night for AEW. I don't know what that means, but it was it was hit. That date kept on just getting thrown at me today, and it's by a person who is a very reliable source. And they're like, you know, the Dynamite's the only one without a show uh, venue or tickets on sale uh, announced. So, my God, it's a show before Forbidden Door as well. We got Jambeard saying Cutler's mask made it look like he was bleeding from the eyes like a horror movie. It was great. Mm -hmm. He is so good at that. He's so good at that. We've also got the follow-up to this. That was Kenny Omega coming out looking jacked, by the way. Yeah. But then he stops from saving his buddies. And the Young Bucks are back. And I, you know, I had... We had reported that Matt Jackson was going to stay on TV in some capacity, but there he is, arm taped up or, or mm -hmm. bandaged up, mm -hmm. throwing the super kick. They grab the gear box, and they're going to go after Moxley, but then the screwdriver's brought out to a great reaction. Just get the hose for this storyline. Not only are we doing BCC and the Elite, mm -hmm. you've got the whole hangman thing there. The mm -hmm. thing that put AEW from a story perspective on its mm -hmm. back while they were able to build people like mjf we get more of that there are more layers to this onion mm -hmm. well buddy i'm i'm about to i'm about to chop into that son of a bitch there's gonna be some tears of flowing alex mm -hmm. loving this loving it yeah i love i love that there's a lot of gray area particularly for hangman of his his loyalties that he still feels to the bucks but never quite knowing at least himself where he could stand with with Kenny and Kenny being like listen 
Hang, Hangman, you know, we've had our problems. So I'm not really sure, but like it wasn't okay what you did to Hangman. But like that little gray area between them, finally getting them to be on the same page is going to be a really cool moment. Um, and yeah, this this is going to be great. Like a, a um, Kenny and the Hong Bucks versus BCC um, is gonna is is a, is a th- you just you can drench me in it. I just I I want to bathe in it. It's just gonna be the best thing. I I can't wait. I can't wait. Eloquent says any word on when Thunder Rosa comes back to the ring? I check in every now and then. Haven't really heard an update, unfortunately. Um, I mean, I would expect her to be around at the shows as, as much as possible, especially since Britt kind of you know, put it out there. I don't know why you can't be there. Anthony Martin says, Super Bum Dynamite is the same night I have tickets to see Fallout Boy at Wrigley. Is that the night Punk returns? <clears throat> I'll say yes. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm reporting it right now. Yes. Aggregated everybody. <laughs> everybody <laughs> aggregated. That's the night that CM Punk returns is June 21st. All right. There you go. Kyler, clip this. And also make sure to edit it if I'm wrong. (laughs) If I am wrong, I might need to go on a vacation, Alex. Might need to get the hell away. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, even if I do, Mm -hmm. I'll be able to watch all my favorite shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Oh. Alex, you know what one of my least favorite things to do is? What's that? When a new show that I like drops mm-hmm. weekly like on streaming services, sometimes mm-hmm. you got to wait till 3 a.m. Eastern because you got to wait till midnight Pacific, right? Well, yeah. not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful because I can subscribe to overseas services. And as a result, I'm watching those shows on their time. So it's five hours ahead. I get to watch it at 7 p.m. Eastern. Hot diggity darn. You get a great deal, four additional months free, a free gift, a 30-day mm-hmm. money-back guarantee. There's nothing to lose out on a NordVPN.com slash Fightful. In fact, the UFC pay-per-view that I bought this past weekend at a severely reduced price paid for the entirety of the subscription with the savings that I got there. And listen, you never know what WWE might do to make a buck, right? I might bring back full price pay-per-views. You don't know, but never fear because you don't even have to worry about Peacock. You can get the old WWE network interface like I have with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. That's just one of the many features that you got there. You got that online threat protection as well that blocks online trackers, hackers, and gets uh, snoops away from your data. Their newest feature protects you from ads, trackers, and malware you get secure and private access to the internet protect all your devices even your router and smart tvs and enjoy a fast and stable connection anywhere with the fastest vpn in the world you got some of the biggest names on the internet like philip defranco casey neistat i think that's how you pronounce his name but most importantly sean ross sap and fightful talking about nordvpn.com slash fightful i love it you can get uh 59 off plus three extra months uh, they've, they've got a series of deals, but you got that 30-day money-back guarantee as well. Check it out, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Absolutely love these guys. Bill says, Alex looks sounds like he's a part of the D'Angelo family. I met Tony D at uh, Wally Mania of yeah. all places. Cool. He was with Julius Creed. Perfect. It was just fantastic. 
Sky Blue and Riho against Tony and Ruby. Uh, Sky Blue had been under a tiered deal. She is now fully all elite. The real nerd says Sky Blue appreciation chat. Happy that she's all elite. How'd you feel about this match, Alex? I mean, I think we kind of knew what it was going to be. Sky Blue taking the pin and um, hey, it's the outcasts. They're going to paint a yellow L on somebody's. Uh, oh, and look, it's going to be a run in by Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. And I feel like that we haven't got a lot of new stuff here. Like, I don't know what the ne- I don't know what the next step is. You just know? want to hit you guys with a stat. Sky Blue is 0 and 18 mm. on Rampage and Dynamite. Mm. At some point, she's got to win. Mm. Like, how, ma- how many times? Listen, and she's great. She should be signed. She's improving at such a, such a quick rate. But we've been seeing this song and dance for 16 months now. You know, she'll face Ruby and Tony and Britt and Marina and Serena and everybody, Soraya, all these people, and she always loses. Always loses. At, at some point, it stops becoming compelling. I was a little convinced. I was like, all right, are they going to give her the win with maybe Riho tonight? Mm-hmm. Nope, not happening. Um, then you had the run-in, the run-in. A lot of people putting a lot of stock into what Britt was wearing, the colors that she was wearing, Alex. I don't think I don't think there's any telegraphing I, there. I that. don't know. I don't know. Like uh, I'm, I, I'm, I, I just I want forward movement of the storyline because it feels like they're taking up the women's title with it, and it's not really not really doing much. Like the outcasts could add Athena, the the homegrowns could add somebody. I don't know who, but like like. Like it, it just feels like it's been the same cast of characters doing the same kind of matches with the same kind of finish for a oh, while. We, we we got somebody in here that keeps on saying, oh, but the actual match, the moves, the wrestling, anything. Hey, do you have TV? You can physically watch the match if you want to see us call play-by-play because yeah. we don't fucking call play-by-play. We'll talk about some spots that we like, uh, mm-hmm. if we, we like the winner and loser and all that. I see you in here. Just so you know, here's your mm-hmm. attention. If you want play by play, yeah, well, go turn on the show. You can watch it yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. You, we, hey, you know what I liked? I always like Tony Storm's hip attack in the corner. Looks mm-hmm. fucking great. You know what yep. I'm not going to do? Break down each move individually. Because yep. you mm-hmm. know what? You know what's funny, Alex? I got bitched at a lot this past weekend after doing a real good impaler. Yeah, and people true. were like, "Oh, he's got the nerve to mm-hmm. rip on wrestling moves." No, I don't really do that. Well, I don't really do that. I definitely don't do that on Twitter. Uh, but I'm not going play by play of this stuff. They can watch the show. They can see. Uh-huh. They can watch the highlights uh-huh. of it. We'll talk about points of interest uh-huh. that we like and that we right. don't like. And uh-huh. spots in the match that we think could, should, would happen. But, uh, hey, Playboy, go go do it. Your, be the change that you want to see. Mm-hmm. If you're that concerned about it, if you see a gap in our coverage, right. if you see a gap in somebody else's coverage, uh, fill that gap. That's what mm-hmm. I did. Caden says, same trope, three segments in a row. Face makes a save. Yeah, uh, it becomes the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. It really does. 
Vasco says, do you think the outcasts need to recruit? If so, who? Athena is the one that stands out, Alex. It's, it's a perfect shout. Like, you know, she was never pro, uh, never appreciated the, the way that, that she deserved on the main roster of WWE. Um, she, when she came to to uh, AEW, it's the same story that they're telling with all the other outcasts that everyone was so happy to see her. But as, if they didn't book her to win her first title match, everyone kind of got tired of her. So she turned heel, and now she's having an amazing run as ROH Women's Champion as a heel. It's a perfect story for her to be involved in it as well. We've got Jesse saying, sad to see how lackadaisical AEW health standards are. Is not happy about all the blood. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy Rice says, the women's angle with originals outcast is completely stale and directionless. Big fan of Britt, Jamie, Soraya, and Tony. The rest of them is the same thing every week. It is. Uh, listen, Trip or Shawn Michaels gets some criticism for basically playing his greatest hits. And I asked him about it personally. And he goes, yeah, the ripoffs of my angles that were very good. He's like, they were just 30 years ago. And he even said, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we could get away with doing angles that were 30 years old then because it wasn't as replayed and documented and all that. And he goes, but if people keep pointing to those angles and saying, well, that was just a good angle that Sean did. He's like, well, I'm glad that people remember it. Maybe it'll work for a different generation or for a different gender. And this is something I brought up a lot, Alex. Try to play some of the hits with old angles that maybe worked elsewhere. If you if you can't come up with anything else, see what you got. Apply it and see how gender switches things up. See how, how gender adjusts things uh, with women. Uh-huh. Demuse09 says, so Britt and Jamie came out separately tonight for the save. Is this illogical booking foreshadowing <laughs> that there might be some, dis- some dissension or is Britt waiting for her falafel and catering? That's the second one. The falafel? She got stuck okay. behind the falafel table. I mean, we, we saw Becky with, what was it? Uh, quinoa at one point. Yeah, was, yes, it happens. True. It happens. It we does. know that it happens. But yeah, I, I don't know the reason behind that. Again, that's one of those things that I hope they see the questions of and they give answers to as well. I think that, that would be uh, very, very beneficial. We got Mr. Nice Guy Rye. Oh, we already read that one. My bad. Knocked Bogan says, Alex, you're not getting forward movement at uh, one segment match a week. A, ta- uh, a week takes ages, difference of long-term story, and a story that takes a long ter- time to tell. I think my thing has always been, and it's it's been since I started reviewing stuff for Fightful, is that if you look at a story, it has chapters. If you're if there's chapters one through let's say twelve, um, if you're just telling chapter three over and over again every yeah. week because it's the same basic idea, like I don't see any difference between what happened tonight on Dynamite. And what has happened on rampages and dynamites for the last month? There was the one thing that was good, which was when Jamie Hader and Rio had a, t- a title match against each other, because they're technically on the same side, and they killed each other and came out like still on this good on the same page. At least that was different. But most every week, it's like you could boil it down to the same idea, the same chapters being told every week. I just don't love it. Chi-Town Spurs says, just popping in to say the Raptors lost to a nine-year-old girl. Listen, friend, I was a Bulls fan before I embraced Toronto. Bulls haven't won shit in a long time, and that hurts me to say as well. Izzy says, the boss and the Ross. That's the new list in your boy name. I want one that's better than the terrible name that we have. 
Jam Beard says, but Sean, we need you to do a live play-by-play of Tony's butt to the face from that impact move. Were you like Taz? No, but I will say it's one of the most convincing offensive looking uh, offensive moves they have. The sell is always great. Michael Keyes says, shouldn't have compared the Jeff situation to anything else earlier. Just annoyed by it for personal reason. Please keep up the great work. I mean, I know you didn't mean anything malicious by it. I know you to be a good person. And uh, listen, it's understandable. And it is completely acceptable to be upset or feel some type of way about that. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Like, you won't get any complaints out of me there. William Tucker saying, looking forward to BCC versus the Elite. But could they or should they have waited another week? I don't know. Well, it all depends on again. Now, maybe, maybe you don't, you don't have to have them come back. And, and now um, you could have just had Nakazawa and Cutler out there trying to prove something to, to get revenge for their friends and they get their asses handed to them tonight. And then next week, the BCC comes out and says, there's nobody left for us to beat up. So we're just going to have to beat up everybody else in the locker room. And then you could have Omega and the Bucks come back. And you could do that a second. All I want to do is make sure that we're not jumping the, the leap back to then have next week have no progression of the story. Because if we're really not going to get this until double or nothing, which by all means, this is a huge, huge match to do. Um, that's a lot of Wednesdays to fill between now and the end of May. So I just want to make sure there is incremental progress every week in telling the story. Um well, time will tell if it was too early. Tritown Spurs says uh, <clears throat> there are other women that can have a match. This has been taking up the Lones Women Dynamite match on Dynamite in ages. Do a backstage interview or promo. Um, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Maybe integrate it with some other stories as well, mm-hmm. like. Why Why is Jade just on an island all by herself? Why can't some of this creep over? I've never over? understood that. I've always said Jade's character would be like, I always say it's like, um, it's like Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood, Daniel Day-Lewis, yeah. who's looking at a map and points to a thing, says this. Why don't I own this? <clears throat> That's who I feel like Jade should be. I should have all of the belts. And once I beat that bitch for her title, I'm coming for the guy's titles. Like that's the character you've created for Jade because that's who, that's who, how she carries herself, how she speaks, how she moves, everything. So once you've created a character like that, having her never like move in that direction feels like you're belying the character and, and, and saying that Jade believes that there is a glass ceiling for her. And I do not believe that Jade believes there is a glass ceiling. Flun Dinger <laughs> says storytelling is progression. If there's no progress, there's no story. In TV, you need at least two of three things to keep viewers. Spectacle, quality, and progression. And one is always progression. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's got to feel like it feels like th- there's something new going on. Like it's not mm-hmm. the same test pattern over and over and over again. That's that's what I feel like I'm seeing out of this angle, and I'm ready to not see this yeah. out of this angle anymore. Uh, so I completely agree, and I thought that was a, a wonderful humper chat that we got from Flendinger. Spectacle. Make them feel like you haven't seen something you've seen before. Uh, mm-hmm. Quality has to be good, and then progression. Do something a little different. 
Yeah. Speaking of different guys, I announced that I had mentioned this a while back too, because we did this interview a while back. I've got an interview and feature for uh, Nick Comoroto coming up soon. He's never done an interview before. Ours was ours was the first. We connected over uh, that ADHD post that, that he had had, and we got in touch. We did a, an interview. I'm working to finish that feature. It got uh, a little bit sidetracked during WrestleMania season, but you guys are going to love this, especially if you've got ADHD, you got a family member, uh, a kid, sibling, anything, and they're having trouble dealing with it. He and I found a lot of contrasts of, of what we excel in and what we struggle with. I think that, that really puts that in perspective. Uh, that will be coming sooner than later. Jambeard says, I can say leave Gang Wars match for later. Double or nothing do Brian Mox versus the reformation of Kenny and Hanger. I mean, that that's another aspect is that Kenny and Hangman are one of the all-time great AEW tag mm-hmm. teams, even though we look at them more as AEW world champions. Mm-hmm. So. You could break it up a little bit. You could also do the Bucks. Um versus uh yuda and claudio in a separate tag match you could do some fun stuff there keith lee versus chris jericho uh there's a funny spot where keith lee kisses jericho on the head and jericho is like duh fuck type of thing uh i know that you hate jericho winning hmm I've got mixed feelings. They telegraphed it. They telegraphed it. They did telegraph it. He wasn't going to beat Jericho tonight. No. There are some things I like and I don't like about this. Uh I like that it was Swerve that caused this. Mr. Acosta says, Swerve turned on Lee in December. Whoa, that sounds kind of personal, pal. Anyway, um, we shouldn't have needed this to get to a Swerve-Keith Lee singles match. No. Because the turn was five months ago. But I'm glad that it's happening. I'm glad that Swerve made it a thing and mentioned it because that's immediately what I thought. Who else does he he have issues with? I'm really glad that that happened um, because Swerve and Lee has to happen. It has to be on, on like double or nothing. We need that. And then we can go towards the Darby stuff even more because Darby's got other things. But I would love that to be like sort of the thing. Like Swerve is petty and he doesn't forget. So now he's going back after Keith Lee. And then after that, he's going to go back after Darby. He lets you forget. Then he takes advantage of it. Yeah. I thought the match was pretty good. The crowd was sometimes into it, but then a lot of times not. How'd you feel about it? Swerve doing the um, the Denzel meme. I'm leaving here with something. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving here with something like he actually just very upset it. And um, uh, so we knew he's like, oh, right. I, d- I had forgotten that I had some unfinished business. Well, we didn't swerve because we've been waiting for you guys to finish this feud for months now. Um, so I'm glad that they're actually rekindling the feud. And, and that's good. Um, but him saying, I'm going to, you know, figure out, finish the unfinished business. Just maybe, okay, so when, not if, when does Swerve come out of the crowd wearing his balaclava, hit him with something, turned out to was the ring bell, and and cost Keith Lee the match? And it turned, that happened, but there were a lot of fun stuff that happened in between, um, which was, uh, my favorite one was Chris Jericho getting the knees up on a Keith Lee moonsault which hurt Jericho more than it hurt Keith Lee, which I love that spot. And that should be, if anybody ever gets the knees up on a Keith Lee moonsault, 
the rule is that hurts you more than it hurts <laughs> Keith. <laughs> yes. That should be canon because that was so cool. Because honestly, that's a great way to snap both femurs. The amount of weight coming down on your knees in that particular configuration was great. There was a thing Big Boss Man, Big Bubba used to do where he would he would like headbutt the giant or one of the Tongans, mm-hmm. and then he would sell it because mm-hmm. he was like, ah, oh, regret. One yeah, of those. Yes. I yes. love that idea that it doesn't always work. Uh, yeah. Well, I love that kayfabe thing that if you're going to headbutt Ming, just don't, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like do that. that. Evil, Evil Wizard says, uh, Chris Jericho had a face like a bulldog eating a wasp as Cole only <laughs> walked up the ramp. Mm-hmm. I really thought that Jericho did Keith Lee a big service the last couple right. of weeks, playing up like how threatening he is yeah. and how much yeah. of a competitor he is. Chris Jericho was not keen on having this match, being in this mm-hmm. match, being confronted by Keith Lee. That's he perfect. thought that that was a world he would never have to approach. He thought that he could just kind of avoid him, mm-hmm. mind his own business and not deal with it. But unfortunately for him, Keith Lee was like, no, 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 no. This is somebody that I have a professional courtesy for. And what we saw from Adam Cole was somebody who likely would not have helped Keith Lee until he was shown that mutual respect. And he's like, well, you know what? Now I got your back too. I appreciate what you did for me. I thought that those elements of storytelling were great. And now Swerve is involved somehow, just lurking around him and Brian Cage. So I'm liking the multi-directions that we're getting here between Jericho, Adam Cole, uh, Keith Lee, Swerve. There's a lot of weaving in and out, which I think that a lot of these stories could stand to do. That's why I think Outcasts and Originals weave it into Jade, in and out of Jade and what she's doing as well. Whatever happens, like somebody's getting a shot at Jade, one of the Outcasts or the Originals, the other wing cat cost them the title mm-hmm. that that should be done a little bit more i think uh i love the weaving in and out of storylines i think that there is a lot of threading of the needle that has to happen and uh i don't trust um almost anyone to be on the ball enough to handle that kind of tightrope walking um but i think if it's successful it can be like really 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 special so I think there's a really lot of fun things you can do along the way here. Uh, Keith Lee and Darby versus Cage and Swerve match is a possibility, which could be a lot of fun because mostly I just want to watch Keith Lee hurl Darby Allen at people like a javelin because that would be a lot of fun. Um, there's, I think we're, we know we're building to, a, um, to an Adam Cole versus Jericho match, a double or nothing that feels fairly certain at this point but um i wouldn't mind seeing daniel garcia pull up his big boy pants and challenge keith lee to a match because he, he's feeling all swole um th- that could be a lot of fun too there's a lot of really interesting things you can go here in different ways i like it bizarro big l says coincidence that keith lee and adam cole do the same hand sign on opposite sides Love to see Jeff back. Looks great. Praying for success. Can't wait for Nick Wayne. Sean, show names, the boiling point, Vans dumping ground, or Blue Chew Mail Hour. Oh, Jesus. No thanks. No thanks. Vans dumping ground sounds like the sponsored names of toilets on the Warp Tour. (coughs) I'm not interested in that at all. 
Uh, I think we might just do Fightful Live at this point. My God. Duckman says, Swerve is so smooth in the ring. I love his back kicks. His back kicks are one of my favorite offensive maneuvers in pro wrestling ever. They always look good. They always sound good. Mm -hmm. William Tucker wraps us up by saying, Swerve should be the one to beat OC for the international belt. I don't dislike that idea at all. I rather enjoy it. I'll tell you what else I enjoy, guys. You all subscribing to FightfulSelect.com. Got another Q&A this week. You can ask me a bunch of questions about a bunch of things. We are 67 away from getting back to 10,000. I never thought we'd get there once, much less twice. I thought when sons of bitches stopped getting bitten, that (laughs) wouldn't happen anymore. Right. But one LT photo says, did you really just say punks back June 21st? This is a super chat, but it's a super trap is what this is. Yeah, well, it really is. This is a trap. This is a trap. Did I say it? Kind of. Did Did somebody already post about it on, on Twitter? Probably. Probably. Do they lack context? Probably. Probably. Yep. Am I serious? No. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe I'm serious. Perhaps. Alex, tell the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on the Twitter uh, at Alex Sourgraps. You can find me on Fight for Select, reviewing um, SmackDown while watching Rampage, whenever the hell that starts this Friday, depending on when the last play-in game finishes. Um, and then um, on Mondays, reviewing Raw with Miss Kate Fabe. Tuesdays, reviewing NXT right on this channel. With Miss Kate Favor, and then right back here on Wednesdays. Also, anytime there's a pay per view over in Fightful Select, me and Kate will be doing a, a review of that as well. Guys, thank you all so much. Please leave a thumbs up. I greatly appreciate you all. Until next time, we're out. <clears throat> Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.